This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Rolo says that negotiated desire only ever leads to obligated compliance. We're going live. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, gents. It's Wednesday already. What's the haps? What's the haps with you guys? Uh, It's good to be live again, man. As you all know, I went to my friend's wedding in Modesto, California over the weekend with Nurse Chick. Check this out, guys. Check this out. Look at this. Look at this. I posted this on social media. I clean up okay. Look at that. Look at that sport coat. Look at that belt buckle. Just pro tip, guys, uh, for you guys living out in cow country, just just get like a good, just the best pair of jeans, you know, like a clean pair of jeans that you like never wash. You only wear it on special occasions. It's like your fancy jeans. And then you, you get a nice belt, nice belt buckle, and then throw on a sport coat with, with a nice... Uh, you know, a nice, nice dress up shirt, some like your best cowboy boots. There you go, man. There you go. Now you're all gussied up for, for a night out on the town. <laughs> I have two sport coats so that, you know, I, I, I don't look like I'm wearing the same thing all the time, but there's literally no place to ever dress up out here. Nurse chick always wants to dress up and she has these like really long, like ball gowns and there's no place to wear them, but she always wants to go out to fancy places. So I, I got myself some sport coats so that we could go do stuff like that. And then if I, you know, I have to go to a, a wedding or something to try and talk someone out of it. I, I have something to wear. I have something to wear. I hate wearing ties though. Hate wearing ties. And then check this one out. This here is uh is nurse chick and I, here you go. See the hard eyes emojis because she's madly in love with me. She has that genuine desire. <laughs> That's what we're going to be talking about today. Genuine desire versus obligated compliance. That's how she looks all the time with her hard eye emojis. So anyway, that was us. That was us this weekend. My, I, I've had people say, hey, did you were, were you able to save your friend? Were you able to talk about it? No, unfortunately, he didn't want to be saved. You can't. You can't red people who red pill people who don't want to be red pilled, you know, like they have to, they have to want the information. So, you know, someone goes and gets married their second marriage and they think it's going to be better this time than it was last time for whatever reason. And they've done absolutely no work. Well, best of luck, man. You're gonna have to learn the hard way. <laughs> I hope for the best though. I hope for the best. All right. That's what we're, we're talking about. Uh, we're going to be talking about 
this sort of today a little bit, right? We're going to be talking about a section in my good friend Ryan Stone's book, Dread, right? If you guys haven't read this book yet, highly recommend it. Read the first one first, though, uh, Frame, Praxeology Volume 1, Frame. Read that one first, and then read this one, because this one, this one's all about basically you're in a relationship your your girlfriend or your wife has been taking you for granted and it's all about learning how to not being not be taken for granted anymore right it's also about learning how to be attractive and not be unattractive which is you know a very key concept here in the space but there's a section in the book and that's what we're going to be talking about today uh, that I thought would make for a compelling episode. It's all about how negotiated desire only ever leads to obligated compliance. And what he did was he took something that Rolo said once he, in a uh, in a blog article back in 2011. It's it's I think it's in the original Rational Mail book too. And then he tied it in with an article from uh, my man Archwinger to make a very good point, which we'll get into today. Before we go down this rabbit hole, though. Why don't you guys please like, subscribe, hit those notifications? We got quite a few viewers for a Wednesday morning. That's good. And since we have all these viewers, please sound off in the live today. I want to hear your comments on that. That helps these go by much smoother, helps boost us in the algorithm, all the fun things. If you guys are watching the replay after this is done, drop a comment below your favorite emoji. It doesn't really matter. All that sort of stuff boosts us in the algorithm. And then please don't be stingy with the super chats, guys. <laughs> don't be stingy with the super chats all right we got we got a whole bunch of people in the in the comments today already oh and we have a we have a super chat already we'll wait until the eight minute mark for that one we have nurse chick she says uh happy hump day that's her favorite day <laughs> nathan says uh smash that like button oh hey arshwinger the man himself he says this one should be fun i legit enjoy dread i usually hate everyone's books <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. It's like when when you're like one of the guys who came up with a lot of the key concepts of the space, you're like, look, everyone else's stuff is bullshit. <laughs> oh, Deeper Kurds had dropped some beer there because he's a beer club member here. We've got um, Nukes in the house. Hello, yes. Paul is our relatable Justin Waller. <laughs> That's right. I'm a relatable Justin Waller. All right. Okay. Oh, and uh, brother Ed said a five dollars super chat. We'll we'll get to that here after the eight minute mark, so we can we can play the sound bites. Okay, guys. So Rolo wrote this article back in 2011 called "The Desire Dynamic." I'll drop a link to that here in the chat, so you guys can read it yourselves. But you guys have probably heard it being said, right? You uh, you want a woman that has genuine desire, genuine desire this, genuine desire that. Rich Cooper talks about it. A woman has genuine burning desire. Comes from this post, okay? So this is really where we get the concept of genuine desire in the red pill space. So one of the, uh, we'll go through some of the key concepts here in this article. So the first one is that desire cannot be negotiated, all right? The central theme of this article is the idea that genuine desire cannot be negotiated or, or coerced. It's emphasized that attempting to negotiate desire, especially in the context of a romantic or sexual relationship, leads to only superficial compliance rather than genuine passion. This is why 
chore play doesn't work. <laughs> What's chore play, Paul? I'm glad you asked, anonymous person. This is where, you know, your girl says, you know, I might put out more if you help me out with the dishes, right? You know, I could really use some help around the house. That's probably why I have a headache all the time. So if you just help lighten this load a little bit, right? And then you next thing you know, you're doing all the chores around the house. She's just, you know, going through her Instagram and stuff like that. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I did all the work you asked me to do. Can what can I have? Can I have to sex now? Can I have the sex? <laughs> and she's like, you know. I really appreciate him for doing all that stuff. But you know what? I still am just not having my skirt blown up. I don't know what it is. Right? Now, she may still put out if you do the dishes. Right? And she might. You know, like, she might. But she she's only going through the motions. Right? It's so funny, too. Because I put out this funny clip. I think. I think. I don't know who sent it to me. Someone sent it to me. It was a it was a clip of uh, this this girl, you know, writing. It's from some movie, and she's riding on like a, a horse, you know, one of those like you know penny horses at the supermarket. And it says, uh, "I'll be." Uh, and then the, the next one is um, a, a a chick bull riding, right? I don't know, a mechanical bull just having the time of her life. And it's like the the difference between a chick who's just doing it because you asked her to and a chick who's doing it because she wants to. Right. So I posted that. I reposted that on social media as this is the difference between obligated compliance and genuine desire. And um, I had guys in the comments on Facebook. Yes. Jennifer Connolly. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Mike Steele. And I had guys in the comments on, on Facebook when I posted that going, I'll take either way. I'll take whatever I can get. <laughs> right. And it's like, Bro, that's 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 where a lot of guys are, right? They'll just they'll take it however they can get it, right? They don't have any kind of I don't know, discernment for what's good or what's not. And then next thing you know, they end up in a divorce and they're like, "What happened? I thought everything was good. She was having sex with me." Ah, because she had to, right? She felt like she had to. That she didn't want to, bro. She, in fact, you probably repulsed her. You know what I mean? She's just going through the motions. She didn't actually want to have sex. You see what I'm saying here? Um, let's get to these super chats here. So brother Nathan, $2 calls me a damn bot. Yeah, yesterday I, I, I sent a message to one of my clients and I think it's how I sent it, right? Because he, he asked me for, he's going, through the, he's going through the dating course. Okay, he's going through the dating course. And he's got some girls that are starting to follow him back on Instagram because I teach Instagram and Facebook game in the course. And then he says to me, um, I need some help with these openers. And I was like, what? Like, I, I give you an example of the opener you use on social media in the course. Like, just go back and watch that. But he's a, he is a client. So I said, look, do what I said in the course. And then I, I wrote out basically the script that you used to open on social media. And when I did that, I mean, the script is you want to use the girl's name, right? So it's like, hey, so-and-so. So I literally put like, hey, and I put like in in, in parentheses, uh, hey, insert name. You know, this is Paul, your random Instagram friend or whatever. And, uh, and that, I think that the, they had some kind of algorithm that caught that and thought I was sending spam messages to people. I got all temporarily blocked on Telegram for being a bot. <laughs> so that's what... 
long story, but that's what this reference is. And thanks for the $2 super chat, you son of a bitch. And then we've got, we got brother Ed with a $5 super chat. Oh, actually, hold on. Let's go back to this son of a bitch. And then we got to give him, we got to give him, let's see here. Damn, that's a cold ass honky. Damn, that's a cold ass honky for that comment. And then we've got Ed with a $5 super chat. Great episode. Welcome back. You know why he's here. He's here for this. Shame this horse. Yes, we've got to shame these whores. <laughs> oh, yes. Every unhappy wife is a victim. We'll get to that here in a minute. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a concept from, from, uh, from Archwinger here. All right. So the next concept is loss of genuine desire, right? So Rolo's article highlights how many relationships experience a decline in genuine desire over time especially as familiarity sets in this loss of passion prompts individuals, primarily men in this context to seek ways to reignite that initial spark, often resorting to negotiation tactics. You know, um, Dr. Robert Glover in his book, dating essentials for men refers to that as fusion, right? When, when you spend so much time with someone, your, your personalities start to fuse a little bit and it, and you, you stop becoming, the person that got you there in the first place that attracted the other person. And so it's good to, to make sure that you're introducing space in your relationships because that, that helps with that. You know what I mean? Uh, because uh, familiarity, you know, breeds contempt <laughs> and, and uh, space is where attraction grows, you know, attraction grows in space. So anyway, so guys often resort to negotiation tactics, right? What do most guys start doing? They start buying their girls flowers. They start buying buying their girls gifts, stuff like that, right? Taking her to fancy dinners, but but only when she complains about it, right? They don't, they're not actually out there planning dates and, and trying to do fun stuff with their girl on a regular basis. They normally come home. Right. They, they work, they work, you know, 10 hours a day, come home, crack it open a beer, try to have sex with their girl. She has a headache or whatever. They go to bed, they get up in the morning, do the same thing, go to work, <laughs> just come home, drink beer, watch TV, watch sports, play video games, whatever they do, but they're not taking their girl out. They're not, they're not keeping the relationship active. They're not leading the relationship, right? They're just sort of letting the relationship happen to them. And every night there's, their girl's got a, got a headache. It's weird. But they, but then she, then she bitches about it. Like, why don't we ever do anything anymore? Right? Why don't we do anything anymore? And so he's like, ah, oh, fine, fine, Martha. We'll take, I'll, I'll take you out. I'll take you out to dinner. Right? Ends up being bribes for sex. Right? Ends up being bribes for sex. And your, and your wife or girlfriend, she's not stupid. She knows exactly what you're doing. Right? <laughs> she knows what you're trying to do, but none of it is turning her on. Right? Because you don't want to be there. You don't want to take her out. It's the same thing, right? She doesn't want to have sex with you. She's just going through the motions. You don't want to take her out on a real date. So you're just going through the motions, right? <laughs> you guys have lost genuine desire. Guys, before we get too far into this, let's uh, be sure to follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list, guys, list.comeonmanpod.com. Uh, I'll send you some free stickers. If you don't want stickers, just put don't want stickers in the address field, and I won't waste stamps on you. Don't don't give me a fake address, okay? <laughs> just it's okay. If you don't want, if you don't want me to have your address, you don't want the stickers, just don't want stickers. Nope, no problem. Um, 
But you also get 20 dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words. If you guys are in a relationship and you don't need the 20 dating app openers yet, <laughs> you guys also get a free chapter of my book. Man, it's buried under all my stuff here. Everything I wish I did when I was 18. Get a free chapter of that too when you sign up for the email list. And then uh, let's see here. What are we going to plug today? Let's plug the, speaking of the book, let's watch a commercial for the book. We haven't, we haven't plugged that in a while. And then uh, we'll get back to the topic at hand today. Life is a journey filled with twists and turns. Why is it that essential life lessons aren't taught in school? You probably know that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, but do you know how to invest in a Roth IRA? We're not taught to build ourselves mentally, physically, and spiritually. The roadmap to success is more than just a college degree. You don't have to follow the traditional route. Success isn't confined to a classroom. It's about discovering your own path. You ever wish that someone handed you a guidebook to life when you were 18? Well, it's never too late to rewrite your story. Everything I wish I knew when I was 18. Advice for young men to create a great life for themselves. This book is your compass, guiding you to pick the right career, how to invest wisely, and how to prepare for a fulfilling future, to take control of your health and your fitness, learn how to date efficiently and find genuine desire and master the art of leading healthy relationships. Your path is defined by the choices you make, not by others' expectations. Don't wait until you're 35 to unlock your potential. Order your copy now on Amazon. Rewrite your story. Build the life. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You deserve All right. All right. So let's talk about what, what we got here. We have some uh, comments here. Uh, yes. Mike says, which ultimately leads to resentment. Who wants to have obligation sex? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Let's see here. More Perel, less Gottman. <laughs> let's see here. Let's see. In my opinion, this is why LTR date night is important. I don't think it's good to schedule date nights. I, I think that's a terrible idea because if you, let's say you'd say uh, every Thursday night is date night, right? Hey, it's Thursday night. Let's go fucking to Chili's or whatever. Um, It gets, it gets predictable, which becomes boring, right? It's, it's, it's not spontaneous enough. You know, you got to keep, you got to keep your girl on your, on her toes. You got to keep her uh, guessing, you know, that's, that helps. That helps with that a lot. Uh, oh, poor Tim here says I plan dates and still got the boot. You know, you can, my man, Arswinger said it best. Uh, it, I had him on the show 
God, a couple of months ago now, I think. And he said, uh, red pill is a like counting cards. You know, you can, it, it'll, it'll help, right. It'll help better. The, it's a, more of a better strategy, more of a winning. You'll win more times than you will with the blue pill strategy, but you can still do everything right. And she still might leave. So, you know, happens. <laughs> My man says, I need a, a list of 20 leg openers. Hey, that's on you, man. That's on you. I, I, I could get you, I could get your foot in the door, but you got to open the door. You know what? I, and, and by door, I mean, you, you got to put the riz on. Okay. So then we have uh, the next key concept here is uh, negotiated desire versus genuine desire. So a clear distinction is drawn between negotiated desire where one party complies out of obligation or expectation and genuine desire, which arises spontaneously, spontaneously. And without coercion, the former results in lackluster experiences and frustration, while the latter leads to more fulfilling connections. Is she banging you because she has to or because she wants to? Right? That's the question. Is she even turned on by you? Right? My man, Tim, he, he planned date nights, but was she turned on by him? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. So Rolo talks about how a big problem guys have is uh, asking their wife or girl what they could be doing better to get her to have sex. Right? Honey, what can I be doing better to get you to put out? <laughs> For men, this is where our logical brain gets us into trouble. Right? Because men see this as a, as a simple equation to solve. Right? I need sex. Plus, women have the sex I want. Plus, ask women about their conditions for sex. Plus, meet her her prerequisites for sex equals I get the sex that I want. Right? <laughs> That's not how the math works. It's the math the math's not mathing, as Nurse Chick says. Okay. That's just not how women work, right? They 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 may capitulate, but they not because they really want to. Right. Because you ask them, hey, honey, what can I do to get the sex? And she goes, uh, you can clean the gutters and do the dishes and, you know, help me with the baby and whatever. And so you go, OK, OK, honey, I did all that. I checked off this list and she's like, oh, fuck. He did check off the list. I guess I'll I guess I'll put out now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So she's capitulating, but she doesn't really want to, right? So the next concept is unintended consequences of negotiation, right? The, so the article discusses how attempts to negotiate desire, whether through gestures, promises, or therapy, often backfire, leaving both parties dissatisfied. It suggests that negotiate desire creates a sense of obligation rather than fostering authentic passion. Hey, good morning, Mike Farrell. What's going on, man? what's our singer say it's not about the date itself like checking off your list that you're still dating your wife it's about engagement and emotions yes it's it's what you did to get to the show man <laughs> what did you do you put on that riz you made her feel something that's what got you into the relationship in the first place you got to keep doing that shit man got to keep doing that shit can't just go through the motions like she's going through the motions with the sex stuff right Okay, so unintended, unintended consequences. So one of these consequences is she feels worse 
for not having the desire after such efforts were made for her compliance, right? Like I said before, she gives you a checklist to do. You do the checklist to get the sex. And now she's like, oh shit, he did the checklist. Fuck. I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta put out now. Right. But she's still, she feels bad. She feels bad that she doesn't, she, she doesn't want to put out anymore. She's not turned on by you. She doesn't even know why she doesn't even know why. Right. And then women, they go and they follow the love languages, right? They go, they, they're, they're trying to fix the relationship because women are sort of hardwired to want a relationship. So they're like, I, I, I'm not turned on by him anymore. How could I fix this? How could I reintroduce uh, magic back into the relationship? So they go read fucking love languages or they go listen to fucking Oprah, right? For ideas on how to get the spark back. And, 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 and women give terrible advice, right? So they're listening to Oprah and Oprah's giving just absolutely shit advice. <laughs> So then they try the chore play thing out only to find out it didn't fix the root cause, right? He did all the stuff I asked him to do, but I'm still not turned on. I, that, it didn't fix the problem, okay? The root cause being they've lost attraction. They've lost attraction and that general desire, okay? And then they feel bad about it because they shouldn't. And I put in quotes, parentheses, or uh, yeah, quotes here. They shouldn't feel that way, right? Right? We're supposed to you know, till death do us part and live happily ever after and, and love each other forever. And, and so I shouldn't be feeling this way. Why do I feel this way? Right. But the thing is Rolo points out in the, in, in, in his article, um, he, well, he points it out in a different article, um, but he's talking about the same thing. He points this out. Also, David D'Angelo says this too, right? But attraction isn't a choice. Okay. But Rolo also adds, neither is arousal. Attraction and arousal aren't a choice. <laughs> okay. She's, she was attracted to you for, for whatever reason. And you've lost that you've lost your attractiveness. Right. And doing chore play is neither attractive nor arousing. Okay. I don't care what these, 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 uh, old hags on the internet say. Okay. <laughs> a guy mopping the floor is not fucking making her pussy wet. It's not. Okay. What do we got? What does Archwinger say? Uh, when she doesn't feel the way she's supposed to, it reinforces for her that she's in the wrong marriage. Ping that feeling enough, and it's divorce time. Exactly. God damn that fucking Archwinger. Fucking genius. <laughs> so then, so then he talks about provoking genuine desire, right? Rather than attempting to negotiate desire overtly, the article suggests that genuine desire is best provoked covertly it advocates for creating an environment where the other person feels motivated to please you willingly without feeling pressured or obligated right now this is where this is where ryan's book comes in okay <laughs> this is where dread comes in and why we must take actions covertly okay essentially we need to lead her to come to the conclusion on her own that you're a high value man that you're still an attractive man with options okay and she starts seeking out validational sex from you, not only to keep you, but to and, and uh, but to please you, and because you're starting to be the man that turned her on originally. Okay, she actually wants to put out now. You're making her like like Archwinger said, right? You're 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 giving her the feelings again, right? You're making her feel things. 
So she wants that validation sex from you, not the obligation sex, right? All right, we've got, let me see here. We've done this super chat. Let's unmark that. Let's unmark that. Mike Steele's got a $5 super chat. Here's how to see obligated compliance from her point of view. Imagine an ugly whale doing things for you so you'll smash her. <laughs> there you go, guys. There you go. That's the way to, that's the way to look at that. I'm going to give him this one. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yes, Mike Steele definitely fucks. And then uh, Mike Farrell with a $2 Canadian, he gets he gets this one here. Let's see here. We're going to give him this one. Respect the cock and tame the cunt. Yes, god damn it. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, both those guys, if you did not know, are in the beer club. Join the beer club, guys. Beer.comeonmanpod.com. We have a... Second meetup tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. You can, if you join for a year, it's only eight bucks a month. It's a good group of dudes, very active, good group of dudes. It's a very active community on Telegram. Guys are in there chatting all the time. In fact, I, uh, there's times where I'm like, I'm out jogging, right? I'm trying to listen to a, an audio book or a podcast. And these guys are just, you know, <laughs> in the fucking chat and i just keep getting notifications ba-ding, 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 right which keeps interrupting the the playing of the of the audiobook and so i'm like god damn it so i have to go into telegram and put the chat on mute for like an hour just so i can get through my run so i can listen to an audiobook smoothly without constant interruptions because for whatever reason my phone it doesn't keep playing the audiobook it just it's it pauses the audiobook to play the the fucking notification sound and then it waits a couple of seconds and then it starts back up like three seconds beforehand. And I'm just like, I can't get past a certain place because these guys are having a very, you know, intricate conversation. So anyway, it's a very active community, long story short. And then we typically only meet up once a month. But one of the brothers in the group said, hey, man, I want to host a second meetup this month. I was like, go for it, bro. So they're doing that tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And then finally, guys, if you want to work with me one on one. Coaching's available. If you go to coaching.comeonmanpod.com, that'll take you to my, my coaching page now on Gumroad. Uh, watch the video there. See if, if, if what I'm offering is a good fit for you. If it is, let's do, let's work together. Okay. Um, if you, if you just want to talk to me just to, to, to get a better feel for it, um, you could also book a free call with me on that page as well. Uh, we could talk for about, you know, talk about 30 minutes, see what your problem's all about. See if working with me would be a good fit for you. Okay. All right, so let's get to my man in Archwinger's article. So Archwinger, he's in the chat. Say hi to Archwinger, everybody. Guy's a fucking legend, okay? Check out this article here. So this article is, every unhappy wife is a grape victim. I have to say that because we can't be adults on YouTube. In fact, I had to, in the description of the video, I had to... Uh, use a, a, a URL shortener to put this in there so that it didn't have the, the word grape in it <laughs> so I don't get demonetized uh, on YouTube for the link. But, um, but anyway, there's the link in the chat there. So this is a really good article because it lets us see things from the woman's perspective a little better in my opinion, right? So the first concept here is uh, consent and grape definitions, okay? So Arschwinger delves into the debate surrounding the definition of grape and consent. It uh, critiques the notion of enthusiastic consent laws, arguing that they require almost 
over-the-top level of excitement and ongoing verbal affirmation during sexual encounters, potentially broadening the definition of grape <laughs> to include instances where individuals may have agreed to sex but didn't truly want it, right? So sometimes women are claiming grape because they originally did consent, but later they regretted it, right? You've heard that. You've also seen, probably seen people say regret isn't, isn't grape, right? <clears throat> hey, yeah. See, our swingers in the chat there. <laughs> Grapes. Yes, we have to, we can't be adults here. It's stupid. Um, so by definition, if your wife or girlfriend is having obligatory sex with you, but they don't really want it, then Archwinger argues she's essentially probably feels like a great victim. She probably does, right? And he says, it's basically defined as sex I may have agreed to, but didn't really want and kind of felt coerced into, all right? Does that, does that sound like pretty much what we've been talking about so far? <laughs> Right? Doesn't that pretty much sound like every wife who has made it past the seven-year mark in a marriage? <laughs> uh, what's that? Only give her the tip until she gives enthusiastic consent. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, man. I don't think that how, how, that's how that works. <clears throat> so she puts out because she's supposed to, or maybe her husband bugged her about it long enough, but she, she doesn't really want to, right? So she schedules sexy time every other Thursday. What do you guys think about that? Does that sound familiar to any of you guys? Any of you guys that, that were once married? Does that maybe we'll, we'll have sex uh, every other Thursday, right? And then they start they start telling you shit like, oh well, no, no, it's normal to stop having so much sex in a relationship. It's normal. Like as 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 people you know grow together, they 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 have less sex. Like that's normal, right? That's normal. <laughs> And then you become best friends, right? You guys play fucking cribbage together and shit, but you guys aren't putting out. So the next concept in our Swigger's article is unsatisfying marriages and sexual dynamics. So he discusses the prevalence of unhappy marriages where the wife, often described as nagging, overweight, or emasculating, reluctantly engages in infrequent sex to maintain the relationship. And this dynamic is described as duty sex, where the wife feels pressured to have sex despite not wanting to. All right. We talked about this when going through Rolo's post, but it, this is often, you know, like stuff like chore play comes in and, you know, scheduled sex nights and shit like that. Right. Well, how do I make it so that she desires sex more frequently uh, with me? Well, you become an attractive guy. That's, that's how, that's how that works, man. We'll talk about that here at, at, at the end, Ethan. Coerced sex and marriage, right? So, so Archwinger's post suggests that women in unhappy marriages may feel coerced into having sex with their husbands due to perceived threats to their financial stability or stability of their children. It draws parallels between these situations and grape, highlighting the psychological toll of unwanted sexual encounters within the marriage, right? So... Archwinger argues that, uh, you know, a lot of times women are, are doing it. They're having the obligation sex to try to keep the marriage intact, right? Keep a, keep a roof over her head, keep the paychecks coming in, right? Keep, keep food on the table for the kids, right? But she doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to do that stuff, right? 
So they put out reluctantly, but more times than not, they have a headache. They pretend to be asleep, pretend to be on their period. They, they pretend to not feel good. Oh, I have stomach problems. I can't do it. Right. <laughs> and then they finally give, give in to shut their whining husbands up. Right. Their husbands start. Uh, Ryan talks about in the book where the guys are like, either fuck me or fuck you, bitch. <laughs> right. So they're like, oh, fine. You know, looking at their watch while they're getting, they're getting their husbands basically using them as a, as a, a you know, to masturbate. <laughs> Perceptions of coerced sex, right? So this is the last concept here. Uh, it discusses how women may perceive consensual but coerced sex as akin to grape, especially in scenarios where they feel pressured or threatened into engaging in sexual activity. The post argues that a lack of genuine enthusiasm for sex, even if consent is verbally given, can be perceived as grape in the eyes of some feminists and individuals. So our our swinger in the in the article says he couldn't find any studies to support this, but he's willing to bet he was willing to bet that a lot of women exhibit the same psychological traumas as grape victims. Haven't you guys noticed that every girl that gets out of a relationship, they they were emotionally abused these days. Every every chick was a, like their their ex was emotionally abusive, huh? Right? Have you noticed that? And they've really a, a broadened the definition of abuse these days, haven't they? It's sad. Um, John Egan with five dollar super chat says, "Beer club notifications are a good annoyance." <laughs> Uh, I have to do me then myself sometimes. Yeah. And then uh, he get he, hold on, hold on. He says, let me get, let him give this. Cause he said two of these. So we're going to give him this one. There is an epidemic of gold digging whores in this country. There, there is an epidemic of gold digging whores in this country. And then he says, uh, edited beer club notifications are good. <laughs> I have to mute my mute them myself sometimes. Yes. Okay. You gotta stop doing the the voice detects. It's fucking trash. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him this one here. Talking about horse people, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> so Arschwinger says that um, real real grape victims often act out sexually and go on fucking sprees. <laughs> and he says that therapists call this reclaiming their sexuality. And he says, we, we see wives do this too. When they go out on girls nights or, or girls only trips and they end up, you know, fucking some strange dude or whatever. Right. They're trying to reclaim their sexuality. They end up cheating on their husbands and stuff like that. You see a lot of that in this space, right. Where the girls are going out cheating all the time. And you you find out like, wait, I, Wait, women cheat all the time? Like, yeah, yeah, they do. It's, it's crazy. Uh, what's the drink today? <clears throat> we have um, orange slice C4 energy. That's what we're drinking today. <laughs> all right. So, so that was those those were uh, those were Rolo's posts and Archwinger's posts, right? So they they they're both related. They're both talking about. Um, negotiated desire versus obligated compliance, right? So let's let's talk about how how Ryan ties it all together in dread. All right, which will this should answer Ethan's question of well, how do I make it so that she desires sex more frequently, right? Uh, 
<laughs> Voice to text got me five dollars extra today. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Keep using it then, John. All right. So Brian argues that you can't negotiate desire to fix your relationship. We've already talked about that. Um, trying to negotiate only leads to obligatory compliance, which probably makes your girl feel like a great victim, which we learned from Archwinger's article. And this is one of the reasons why communication is not the key to healthy relationships, right? You often hear that, especially for women, right? But it's, it's so mainstream that, oh, you know what? It's all about communication, guys. It's all about that communication, right? But you go to your girl and say, look, honey, you're not putting out. I need to know what's going on. What's going on? And she's like, I just really feel like you need, you know, you got to do the dishes more. Like they don't even know. They don't even know why they're feeling the way they're feeling. So how are they supposed to verbalize it? You know what I mean? So communication is not the key. Okay. You can't talk about it. You've got to be about it, right? Like Rolo says, you got to demonstrate, not explicate. Okay. You have to work on being attractive and less unattractive to get her to want to have sex with you, Ethan. <laughs> What does that mean? Be attractive, less unattractive, right? Hold on. What's, what's Green Figure say? What do we think of Corey Wayne? Didn't text a girl for four days after the date. She agreed to a second date, but on the day she goes to me. So I am a big fan of Corey Wayne, how to be a 3% man. But what he describes in his book uh, on what to do after a date isn't effective. I didn't find it to be effective. Um, if I, I, I believe I talk about it in, in my book though. <laughs> but what I found to be the sweet spot scream fingers is if you had a good date with her and you went in for a kiss and everything was hunky dory, don't text her all day the next day until about 6 PM around, you know, the time you get off work or so. And then reach out to her to let her know, Hey, just want you to know I had a good time. Then get the fuck off the phone. Okay. But you, you, if you if you just basically ghost her for four days, she thinks that you're not interested, okay? So I think Corey's book is wrong with that. But if you let her wonder about you all day the next day, it does build up a, enough of that heat, that healthy emotional anticipation and tension. And, and then you finally release that at 6 p.m. by letting her know, hey, just want you to know I had a good time, right? That gives her a dopamine hit. <laughs> then you wait about two to three days to reach out again to set the next definite date. That's that's uh that I found that to work much better than what Corey recommends. But otherwise Corey's book is 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 great. Let's see here. Okay. So you got to be uh what do we say here? Don't talk about it, be about it, demonstrate, don't explicate. You have to work on being attractive and less unattractive to get her to want to have sex with you again. So what does that mean, right? Be attractive, right? Get back in shape. There's a reason why there, it's it's so prevalent in this space to talk about hitting the gym. You got to go back to the gym, bro. Got to go back to the gym because most y'all probably were hitting the gym. You guys, when you were single, it, just like you're doing now, right? You find yourself fucking single again. You're like, oh God, now I, I'm back on the dating circuit. I got to make myself attractive again. So you start hitting the gym. Then you get into a relationship. You stop doing all that shit. You start getting lazy. You start getting complacent. Okay. Got to get back to where you were in the beginning, which was. A, a, a fucking hulking mass of man meat. Okay. 
<laughs> so hit the gym. Now I've been putting out, I've been putting out like shorts lately about how you don't actually have to go to an actual gym to get back in shape. Okay. I'm going to be uh, releasing a mini course on this here coming soon on, on just diet and, and, and fitness basics. I do have a whole chapter of that in my book. So get the book if you haven't read my book yet, but you're going to want to get back in shape. Okay. And then this time stay in shape. All right. Don't get complacent. I, I there was a guy in the 3% brotherhood. Uh, I think last night he, he wrote, I'm getting back to the gym. Why'd you stop? Why'd you stop? <laughs> All right. And there was another guy saying, I'm trying to get back to the gym this year. What are you, what do you mean you're trying? We're already almost in March, right? Fuck it. Do or don't you either get back to the gym or you don't. Okay. You either start working out and, and make it a, a, a fucking habit. And you, you start, um, having some discipline with that. Okay. You can't wait to be motivated to go to the gym. You have to do it because you're disciplined. Like this is what I fucking do Monday through Friday. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. You got to get to that point. You got to make it a habit, a good habit. Okay. Get back in shape. You're going to want to start dressing better. Okay. A, a lot of guys, they, they, they dress for comfort, not for style. Okay. You got to start dressing for style. All right. Even if you're a t-shirt jeans guy, wear, wear form fitting fucking shirts, right? Uh, shirts that fit your frame. Well, okay. Wear wear pants that fit. Don't be wearing sweatpants everywhere. I, I can't stand it, dude. I cannot fucking stand when I'm out in public and I see men or women walking around in fucking sweats or fucking pajama pants. Like, what are you doing? You know, is, this isn't Sunday lounge day. You're out, you're in public. Fucking have some self-respect. Wear some, wear some people clothes, right? Wear some adult clothes for fuck's sakes. So dress better. Start wearing cologne again, right? Maybe start smelling better. <laughs> Get a fucking haircut, right? So many guys look like they, they escaped a fucking cage. What are you doing? Get a get haircuts regularly. All right. <clears throat> Trim your beard, right? You know, if you have a long beard, go to a barber and have them fucking trim your beard every couple of weeks, okay? Like, spend the money. Take some pride in your appearance, okay? So that's be attractive. Don't be unattractive. This is all about your demeanor, your tone, how you act, okay? So you got to want you got to learn how to set the tone and lead. A lot of guys find themselves in a relationship and they start deferring to their girl's authority. Well, I don't want her to get mad at me. Right there you're operating in her frame. Well, I don't want I don't want her to get upset cuz I picked the wrong restaurant. Whose frame are you operating in? Hers. <laughs> right? Women don't want that. They don't want to be in charge of the relationship, okay? They want to relax in their feminine, show up looking hot, and they want you to 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 take control. All right? All right give me the, Give me the most staunch feminist in the world who's like, I don't need no man. And you give her the right guy that sets the tone and lead. She'll fucking melt into submission. All right. So you need to learn how to set the tone and lead, right? You need to learn how to handle her shit tests, right? All women test men, either consciously or subconsciously. You can't avoid it. And a lot of guys are like, oh, if she shit tests me. I'm going to next her. Okay. But the next girl's going to do it too, man. So you got to learn how to do this. You can't avoid it, okay? Now, some women will test you less than others if they have high attraction for you, okay? But they're still going to test you, okay? And I had a, I had a, I had a, one of my 3% brothers on the podcast. He said it really well. 
He says, it's only a test if you fail it too. Because a lot of times their test is subconscious, right? So if you pass her test, she doesn't even realize she was testing you, okay? But she knows it when you fail it, <laughs> all right? So you got to learn how to spot this kind of shit, right? Spot women's, how women test you and how to handle that stuff. It's predictable. Once you learn how to, how to do it, it's predictable. And it's, it's kind of funny and cute. <laughs> a lot of guys get annoyed by it, but that's, you're, if you're getting annoyed by it, like you, you need to work on your frame a little bit, you know, you need to work on your emotional control a little bit, but it's, it's actually kind of funny. And when, when they do it and you playfully fucking sideswipe it and it's like no big deal that builds attraction for you. Like, she's like, Oh, he, he I, I like this guy. Right. That kind of stuff builds attraction it, and it keeps attraction going long-term. Okay. Another part of don't be unattractive is fixing your frame. Uh, read Ryan's first book. So this is Praxeology Volume 2. Get Praxeology Volume 1 frame, right? Ryan talks about how to, how to, how to develop your frame, okay? And uh, it's a very good book, very good book. One of the pillars in your frame is what I said uh, it, in the be attractive part, right? Which is get back in shape. There's a physical pillar to frame. And if any one of your any one of your pillars is weak, you're gonna your your frame's gonna collapse. Okay. So you got to strengthen all the pillars that lead up to your vision. All right. You gotta learn how to be decisive and, and assertive. Women like guys who are decisive and assertive, right? And I and I love using the analogy of of picking a, a restaurant, right? Because that's always the biggest fight. And there's all these memes about there, like, oh, you know, someone dropped it in the uh, in the beer club chat, a picture of this like Down syndrome girl. And it's like women, when you ask them where they want to eat for dinner, <laughs> that's because women, are they don't want to make decisions, right? So you've got to be the guy that just picks a place. Honey, we're going, we're going to Sizzler tonight, right? And I'm just throwing that out there. Hey, honey, I want steak. We're going to Sizzler tonight. 99.9% .9 of the time, your girl's going to go, okay, sounds good. Okay. Now, if she says, oh, I don't like that place. Okay. Well, do you have a better suggestion? Well, no. Okay. Well, I'm going to Sizzler. You're welcome to join me. Right. That That's how you handle that. Right. You're sort of, you're being decisive and assertive and they like that. It's, it, it's a, a show of strength and women respond to strength. Okay. Stuff like that, guys. All right. That's all we got for this episode. Guys, I highly recommend Ryan's books. Okay. His first book is called um Fuck Files. And it's a fun book. It's a real fun book. It's it's more autobiographical though. But Praxeology Volume One and Two have really good actionable information in it. So I, I I highly recommend both books. I'm almost done with this book. When it comes to paperbacks, it takes me forever to get through these. Um I, I, I listen to audiobooks much faster than than physical books, but sometimes I, you know, I just gotta force myself to sit down and read that shit. And uh, Ryan's book is really good. <laughs> Lucky nurse chick gets Sizzler tonight. That's right. Actually, so nurse chick, I'll tell you guys how this works with nurse chick and I. So uh, she knows that I'll just pick a place, and and uh, she's happy to go, you know, wherever I pick. We've never once had an argument about this, but she also knows that I will pick a place and, and if, if she doesn't speak up, she's not going to get what she wants. So if she ever does 
want to eat at a specific place, she just speaks up. <laughs> she just goes, you know, I was thinking about this tonight. What do, you, what do you think about this? And I'm like, yeah, sounds good. Right. Cause I don't care. I don't care either. Right. And then also she cooks for me all the time. So she usually comes over here with a pre-prepared menu for the, for the, you know, for every night. So I don't even, I don't have to think about it, but if she didn't and, um, and I knew she didn't, I would just pick a place. Right. I've gotten to that point where I've just, I just realized, Hey, you always get to eat what you want. If you just pick a place, it's amazing. Right. And so most of the time we don't care what we want to eat. So it's like, well, then why does, why would it matter if I just picked a place? <laughs> so I just pick one, right? It, it actually becomes easier. And you're like, holy shit, my life is so much easier with this, right? All right, guys. Hey, thank you for all you do. No, thank you, Austin. Appreciate you. All right. Guys, tune into the live stream Friday. I'll be continuing my series on the science of getting rich. We're on chapter 13, which is all about getting into the right business. All right. Do we have any more? Do we have any more super chats? Uh, no, we don't have any more. super. Thanks for the super chats today, guys. All right. If you guys haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. And thank you for everybody that sound off in the live chat today. I appreciate it. I go live every Wednesday and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So if you guys did not know that, now you do. And every Monday is typically pre-recorded, right? But I have episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thanks for everybody that sent super chats that helps support the show, that helps keep this, uh, this engine running. Uh, thank you for everyone that follows me on social media. If you don't, all the links are in the description. I'm on all the good platforms. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com, get 20 dating app openers, get a free chapter of my book, and then I'll also mail you some stickers. If you don't want stickers, just put don't want stickers in the address field, and I won't waste a stamp on you. Guys, get the book. If you guys go to books.comeonmanpod.com, that'll take you to the Amazon uh, authors page where you can get all the different versions. Yes, it's available on Audible. So if you have an Audible subscription, consider using uh, your next credit on, on my audiobook. RP Thor did the, did the, uh, the, uh, narration for that. Um, you guys can also get autographed copies from me. The links in the description for that as well. And then I'm also dropping a link to that in the chat. Where are we at here? Guys join the beer club. Our next meetup is tomorrow night at 7 PM Eastern time. We also have a very active te telegram community of like-minded men. So, you know, if you're going through a breakup, you're, you need help with dating, you want to swap some notes with some good guys that are all leveling up, join the beer club. You could join for a year. Um, if you join, sign up for a year, it ends up only being eight bucks a month, right? It, you can't find a, a more affordable men's group in this space. I swear to God. I think if you join Rich Cooper's group, I think it's like $1,100 a month, right? $1,100 fucking dollars a month. Hard pass. Okay. <laughs> and then if you guys want to work with me, you guys can um, go to coaching.comeonmanpod.com. You can sign up there. Uh, I invite you to watch the video there uh, to see if working with me would be a good fit for you. And then if you're still not convinced, book a free call. There's a link to that at the bottom of the page. That's all we got, guys. We will see you on Wednesday. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, go out and get it.